Welcome to another episode of Slamming Penguin. As always, this is Ovi Rose, and today we have a very special guest with us, Mr. Juan Bella. How's it going? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. How you doing? Bringing like a champ so far. Oh, man, that's always fucking awesome. So this morning, man, I called... You called me, right? In the well, morning. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had already rescheduled this, so it was just... I was just trying to make sure we were both on the same page. Exactly, man. Thanks for being with us, man. I know you have a lot on your plate, and thank you for making the time to join us here in the show. Yeah, of course. Awesome, man. So you called me this morning, and I was feeling hungry. And then I said, you know what, dude? Let me pick up some breakfast. And I and, and uh, you like Waterburger, right? Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. That, well, that, that for starters, I gotta say that was that was pretty neat, man. Because I won't lie, I I woke up a little later than usual, mm-hmm. and uh, there's this pretty neat place I like to go to in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, and they sell some really good breakfast tacos. And the 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 main point for me there is uh, the drive through. It's a good drive through. Okay. So you just go tell them what you want, and there's these uh, there's these old ladies. It's homemade food. Okay. And so it has this uh, this nice little unique taste to it. They always have las salsas. Yeah. You know what I love about them is they give you you, you ask for what you want, right? Yeah. And then you never know what cup of hot sauce you're gonna get, <laughs> but every time you get it, it just goes with what they prepared for you. Okay. And um, I know it's different people who make it because sometimes it's spicier, sometimes it's more liquidy, but it's always good. And so it's always a nice surprise. You know, a lot of people like to find consistency, mm-hmm. and then you get your you know once you have that surprise and you maintain that consistency, you you always have it right. But this is always random, and but the consistency is it's always good. Okay. So I like that about so, the so they always give, So whatever taco they give you, they give you the sauce that goes with that particular taco. Or I'm assuming, to be okay. honest, because I have, uh, I mean, I order the same, these past two weeks, I've ordered the same food. Mm-hmm. Um, and it usually varies depending on the shift I work at the time. But um, these past two weeks, I've been, I've been ordering the same stuff and I've been getting different sauces, but it's still, it's still good. Okay. I can't that's blame. awesome, man. It is. And where's that place at? In Bronzeville? Yeah, in Bronzeville on uh, Boca Chica. Okay. Right past uh, Four Corners. It's called Charlie's. Charlie's? Dude, I've never been there. Uh, it's, it's, pretty, it's a really nice place. Okay. Shout out uh, to Charlie's, wherever you're Most right. definitely, yes. <laughs> you're making yeah. some good breakfast tacos, man. Yeah, thanks to them, uh, my mornings are something I look forward to whenever my honey's asleep, you know, that she don't want to get up. I have this rule where I'm like, don't worry, babe, on the weekends, you don't have to cook. I can fend for myself on the weekends, at least for breakfast. Man, that's awfully nice of you, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pointer that I, I don't know, kind of just, yeah, once you start living with somebody, you kind of start seeing things a little differently than when you're not living together. So Yeah, definitely understand. But, uh, but yeah, going back to that water burger. The water burger thing was perfect yeah. because uh, I didn't get to go this morning there to Charlie. So, so you kind of skipped Charlie's this weekend ritual. <laughs> yeah, just for today. Yeah. And so when you hit me up with water burger, I was like, dude, I was actually craving a biscuit. But the line was too long on my way over here. Okay. And I was like, I don't want to get there late. So I, I just came on forward. Yeah. And I remember because you used to work there as well. And I remember you were a big fan of the food yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I worked there when I was um, I was pretty young. Uh, yeah. I was, uh, what, 19? That's Eight where I met years. you, man. In Waterbury. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, you weren't. You, I didn't meet you at Waterbury, but you were working there already. Yes. Uh, no, we met at where uh, IBC, right? IBC. It was. Yeah, you were. You were a teller then. I was a teller then. Yes. I remember that was the topic of conversation. I was like, man, did I seriously just have a conversation with somebody else about caballeros and soliaco? Yeah. I was like, man. You know, like, there's people out there yeah. that are that have the same interests. And uh, but yeah, I was working at Waterburger at the time there. I think that was the. That's what I can't remember. Was it the first? Yeah, it was. No, it was already the second time. I had actually worked there when I was seventeen. Okay. But then, um, 
it was short lived because I got I caught the eye of another manager that uh, used to run as a matter of fact the stripes here in Harlingen. Yeah, and he he liked my work and he's like, hey, you know, I'd like to offer you a, a position over here at a, at my job. So I ended up leaving, but then that didn't work out, you know, and I ended up going back to Waterburger, and then shortly thereafter applied also at IBC. Okay. And I remember I started going there a lot because, well, actually, primarily you were one of the reasons, man. Oh, I remember things, when, man. I, I don't know if I ever shared this part, but yeah. after having that conversation, yeah, I remembered it, right? And from time to time was, you were there, you know, yeah. you started helping me with the transactions because um, I remember it was like a good, I'd say about a month, give or take, uh, that I didn't have direct deposit. I mean, I was aware of it, but you know, nobody was really there to tell me, Hey, you should do it because of this. I just, you know, your money gets into your bank account. You know, okay? Yeah. 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 But then you start dealing with the lines and people and you start to see that, you know, there's a, there's a convenience to direct deposit. In reality, yeah. <laughs> and you start to appreciate a whole lot more the older you get. So anyways, before that, there was you in the, at the teller, teller line. line. Yeah. And so, um, I was going through a phase there because, uh, it, it was school related and, there was some personal issues going on at home and I wasn't receiving the help that I could have used greatly then. Yeah. So um, I had to look for a second job. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Some pretty cool people seem to work at the bank. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I guess back then you had a more serious vision of a bank. Yeah. You, 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 know, you heard the word bank and you're like, oh man, you know, serious people, all about professionalism. But then you go to IBC and I started seeing a lot of people my age there. It's like, hey, okay. I mean, definitely a different a different type of uh, character altogether. Yeah. You know? But like me nonetheless. So I started going there and I remember, I don't even remember Paola. Paola. Yeah. Short girl. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember her. Uh, anyways, uh, I started, I remember her because I used to go to school with her. So we started talking. She's and she was like, no, just be yourself. You know, like you, you would totally fit in here with us. Okay, I hope so. And so there it, it happened, you know, and I started applying. And you were still there, but then you got transferred. I got transferred. I got a central, if I'm not mistaken. The central. The, the, the central. branch. Over got there. a mini promotion. I mean, was it a, a promotion from jumping from Tether to sales? A lot of people didn't see it that way, but in reality it was because um, it's because it's they have their own fields. And you kind of start off in the gray line in that yeah. job. You know, it's kind of okay if you're if you've got that extra one percent favoring more one side, then that's where they'll start you off at. Mm -hmm. But if uh, in in the in the process of gaining the experience, uh, you also are one percent away from being, uh, I guess, the same level on the opposite side, then they'll they'll switch you. Mm -hmm. Still considered a promotion, really. Yeah, it's like imagine if you were a sales, you know, just started, and then you get promoted to um, the supervisor of the tellers. Yeah. A different department, but it's an, up, uh, an upgrade. Yeah, an upgrade, nonetheless. So, nice. yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I was. I, I would totally put it that way. Yeah, and then you started working there, and then uh, Jason. Remember Jason? Very good mentor. Yeah, very good mentor. Jason. I invited that guy to my wedding, as a matter of fact. Did he show up? Yeah, he did. Oh, nice. Man. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, and he was uh, very generous with uh, with the gift too. I think it was him who minimum for sure a hundred dollars, if not really? more. I remember that. Nice. I felt really bad afterwards because, um, well, I mean, I didn't know, you know. I mean, yeah. Nobody really tells you, hey, this is how you get married. This is what you got to do. <laughs> but then later on, uh, I remember I was talking to my ex-wife at the time. and Or my wife, ex-wife now, right? Yeah. And I told her, like, hey, you know what we should have done? I mean, we should have done, like, some kind of thank you card or like the video. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, and she told me, she goes, that's a thing. And we even... 
you know, discussed it. I go, we did? I don't remember discussing that. She goes, yeah, dude, that's something that you're, you do. Because I just sent them a text message. You know? I, just, I was like, what are you supposed to do? Like, you just received a very generous gift and they're not around. You know, that doesn't really happen, you know, unless it's yeah. like a surprise, right? So I remember thinking to myself, like, yo, how do I, you know, how do you kind of, how do you balance the scale here? Yeah, I just yeah. sent a text. <laughs> you know, it'd be, hey, if this makes it to your ears, man, I'll, you know, thank you. Jason, shout out wherever you're at. Yeah, such, a, such a cool cat. What, what, do you still talk to him or no? I don't know. I no. haven't. Uh, I wonder what he's doing now. I heard he was like some sort of coach at one point. Uh, the, only, the, the, only, the only thing I remember here, the last thing I remember hearing was he was in a school. Okay. So it may, it may fit. Correlates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to become a coach or something like that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, good well, for him, dude, because he, he really didn't like it there at the bank. Well, the last I spoke, when I spoke about him about the subject, I remember, I yeah. can recall, he did like it. It's just, he just didn't like the pressure it came with. Yeah. And then he really disliked it when they moved him. They moved him to another branch. and I worked with him at that other branch. Oh, you did? Yeah, Four Corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where he was, and yeah. that's where he didn't like it. He felt yeah. very out of place there. He was out of his element, he said. Yeah. 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 It's a whole different animal, man. But going back to the Waterburger thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, wait, what's going on with Waterburger here, man? It's like the origins of, of it all. Uh, but no, it's because the thing is, I went this morning and I picked up breakfast, but the person had me waiting at the curbside like for 30 minutes. Oh, okay, yeah. And I mean, it wasn't really busy and stuff. I wouldn't know what to tell you there, you know. But hey, I filed a complaint. Oh, you did? I did, man. Oh, man. Good luck with them. I know they take that seriously. That thing. Really? Yeah, I know they do. Oh, man. Maybe yeah, it's definitely. Well, I would assume every place, every place does. Every place take does. But um, I don't know. You know, I've, I've actually... You know, it's funny you mentioned Waterburger, actually, yeah. because uh, right now, my, my girlfriend and her cousin, I guess my ward of a daughter. I call her my ward of a daughter. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my, my, um, both of them have, they recently just started working. And so I have a really, really good friend who uh, works there. And so he's helping me out. And, uh, I asked him, you know, Hey, how's your day going? And he starts sharing these stories. Right. And I get yeah. a sense of nostalgic and I can recall and, you know, you, you offer advice, but the more they start talking about these things and then they, they tell me like, you know, how things transpire. I was asking myself, man, I, I, how are things now in reality? Yeah. Like, could I actually go back and still even be as half as good as I once was? Not because of the age or the time, but primarily because of the, the era we're in now. You know, this whole pandemic has yeah. has really changed things and they, they changed protocols everywhere yeah. worldwide. So I don't know. The one thing I will say is that as far as the customer service goes, mm-hmm. man, uh, a lot of the people that work there nowadays, they it's just not the same breed of teenager that that we were yeah. or that even was just around, you know, seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's, it, it's very interesting. I actually try and avoid fast food places now. Because and of that reason? Yeah. It, the customer service, to be honest, because yeah. I've gone time and again to several places and, and you have to wait more than you should. And even if you don't wait more than you should, sometimes the, your food is ready yeah. and you get it cold or even warm. And so that's where you start seeing, man, you know, the work ethic is a little different you know, people get jobs nowadays just to say they have a job, not because they're actually trying to achieve something with it. Yeah. And I feel like that's maybe one of the greatest differences and it shows in the customer service you get at any fast food place. Yeah. Waterburger included. <laughs> Shout out to Waterburger. Really, man. 
But, oh, man, that's crazy stuff. But yeah, I mean, definitely agree with you on that one, man. This new era is just, make, you know, changing people and changing things and people just getting jobs because they need to say that they had a job. Yeah. Yeah. But um, earlier you asked me about the truck, man. Well, yeah, so how did that happen? Last time I remember you were driving your little Black Frontier. My Black Frontier, uh, th- that one, I love that truck. The Frontier. The Frontier. It, okay. it was a cool truck, man. It was. It was, dude. What like, happened? Oh, man, you know, uh, when I had it, remember it was kind of like somebody hit me on the side? I vaguely remember it. I, I remember it was a little, it was beat up a little. Yeah. Well, that one, uh, I treated it for a smaller car, dude, because okay. I needed it, uh, you know, because I, 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 mean, I was driving a long distance. And I mean, don't get me wrong, the Frontier was cool, but, you know, at, at one point you just needed to get something smaller for it, you know, because... Mm-hmm. I was working at, at the time, I was going to school, so I was working a minimum, I mean, a part-time gig, so the expense of having the gas, to gas it up and everything, it was just not adding up, so at that point, that's when I switched it and got a little car, but uh, recently, that's when I got the truck. How long have you got the truck now? Oh, man, I'm going in a year, oh. a year with that one, but, and, the only, and we were talking about earlier how you never saw me in a truck. But the, the reason I got it is because you know how the area floods? Everything floods now. Oh, well, that's true, yeah. So you need, you need something that you can just, you know, fuck Yeah, you make a very valid point. Yeah. You know, fuck it, I'm just going to go through this fucking, you know, water and it's going to suck my dick at the end yeah, of the day. it's like, <laughs> this ain't going to be no, no issue for me. Yeah. I had a buddy, my buddy Oscar, as a matter of fact. That, Oscar? Yeah, the one that's helping me out with my, my, uh, my Okay. Girl. He actually, I remember one thing about, we wanted to go with one side Buffalo's. I don't even remember the parking lots of Buffalo Wings. Yeah, dude, but whatever happened to that place, it closed down? Yeah, uh, apparently there was like, uh, I'm not entirely sure, I, you know, I'm not sure if what I read or came yeah. across on the on the internet was accurate or not, but apparently there was like a, a shortage in chicken, I guess. Really? I think I read something similar to it. There was some issue with the chicken going on at the time and a lot of uh, chicken-based restaurants uh, had to had to close and really? Buffalo's there was one. You can still go, but you have to. You actually have to come one here in Carnival. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I come all the way over here just to eat them wings sometimes. I remember when we, when we used to have those rendezvous like midday. Oh yeah, and wait, did I ever take you to the buffet? There at Buffalo's, there, there no, was a time no, where there was a buffet at Buffalo Wings. You never took me to the buffet, man. That's no. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I could have sworn I did. Yeah. It must have been. It was. It was. It was a while back. I mean. Well, uh, yeah, because I didn't even know they had a buffet. No, they had a buffet about yeah. man. How old am I now? I was about nine years ago, eight oh, or nine shit. years ago. It's been a minute then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Most been definitely. A minute, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I remember. I'm, that was like one of the best phases of my life, right there. Like, man, a buffet of buffalo wings. Buffalo wings. And I have to say this: they they didn't change their quality. You know how some restaurants you go and then later on they establish a buffet. But it's not the same. It's not the same. Okay. Buffalo's did not have that issue. Oh, I remember that. Man, hopefully they bring it back. They bring it back. Maybe they weren't making enough money. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they lost too much, man, because those ones were good. What's your record on the wings there? 58. No shit. 58. 58. The same flavor? or Same flavor, yeah. Same flavor. Yeah. Spicy or... No. Oh, well, okay. Well, the same flavors. I only ever get two flavors, okay. and that's the spicy garlic and hot. Okay. The max I've ever eaten of one sauce has been 41, and it was wild. 
and it was not a nice experience, man. <laughs> did <laughs> you feel bad afterwards? Yeah, I did. It was it was a really bad, uh, really bad. Both is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can imagine. And why did you do just because you were that hungry or somebody told well, you? No, I truly was that hungry. Uh, I still remember that very, very awesome experience. And, uh, and that was thanks to my dad. Uh -huh. um, so I was in the swimming team and we had competitions. Yeah. And one of these, com and one of these competitions, um, I went and once I was done, uh, my, my dad was working and my mom was at home, actually. Yeah. She was at home. But, well, you know, you're young, you know, and. So I was like, yeah, well, my dad's right here. You know, he's just about, I don't know, no more than a quarter mile down the road, you know, <laughs> give or take. It was at the aquatic center. And so Buffalo's was in the corner. Uh, was this in street. high school? Yeah. Yeah. It was, oh, I was in the swimming team for high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so competition ended. I walked all the way over there. And so I had all my gear, right? I was mindful of the attire I was going in, obviously, but... Um, uh, well, I wasn't too concerned with it, right? Uh, so I ended up arriving. I let the person know, hey, you know, can you let my dad know I'm here? So my dad sees me. He's like, Yo, what's up? What are you doing here? So he comes out, tells me, I tell him, no, I just decided to come over here. And I just remember he smirks, you know, he smirks and he just tells me, he goes, call your mom. Just call your mom. And I just called her and let her know that I was there, you know. Yeah. She got after me just for five to ten seconds, but it was no harm, you know, different times and all. Yeah. So... My dad tells me, what's up? How many you want? I'm like, start me off with 20. I'm like, okay, 20. He's like, what do you want? And I tell him wild. So I had my 20 wild and he'd just peek his head and he'd be like, what's up? And I'd just be like, again. So then he brought me out 10 more. But I had those 10 and I was already 30. Yeah. And then he looks at me and he's like, you good? I'm like again. And he sends him out again, but he sends five though. He sends five. <laughs> like okay five boom hit him what's up again but this time he brings him out he brings five he goes hey man he goes are you okay <laughs> and I go, yeah i'm fine and he goes well i'm asking because of the sauce you know because the sauce was wild back yeah. then i think it was the second hottest i don't know if it still is today to be honest but he brought me the last five and truth be told i wanted more but i stopped eating because it was just too hot yeah and at that point you already know like once you've eaten that amount that, that many wings you kind of know already that it starts to taste a little different, you know. Um, I don't know what the term in, in English is, but in Espanol es con tempalagas. Sí, sí, bueno, sí. That started kicking in. So I was like, why are we in a good moment, man? I'm good. Nice and full, you know? Yeah. Probably the truth. Honestly, I think I could have probably tackled down like another four wings or three, you know? Yeah. And I'd been having a hard time. So I ended it there. But yeah, 40 of the, of the same flavor and then 58 of... Uh, just mixed. different mixed flavors okay but yeah dude that's fucking crazy yeah man i could tell you that man if i had i died as soon as i walked out of the restaurant i'd be in heaven bro that's how many wings i ate really i would go to heaven <laughs> so, <laughs> that's crazy stuff I, yeah. yeah i didn't know about, the, I know about oh yeah that. and when and another detail about that uh -huh. uh, was that that was actually the last time that I ever ate that many wild wings and for a long time stopped eating them. My mom made me promise her that I would never eat wild wings. Why is that? Because it was spicy? Because it was really hot. Yeah, it's very acidic. Yeah. It's just not good for your stomach, man. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody could tell you that. And I'm pretty sure she kind of saw how bad you were feeling at the time. Well, or was it, was it no, no, I mean, it was just, it was just normal, you know, this, yeah. your, your typical, the side effects you would go through just if you ate anything 
too spicy or too uh, with too much acid, you know. Yeah. But no, it was primarily just because if had I continued eating that amount of sauce, like not even the amount of wings, but just yeah. focusing on the amount of sauce I've been intaking, then it would have probably been would have been nice, man. I'd probably have I'd be suffering from some sort of stomach some sort of yeah, some sort of stomach <laughs> issue, man. Yeah. No one yeah. Oh man. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for keeping that promise. So thank you, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, which reminds me, remember that Hindu dude that tried to jack you at the jewelry store? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember that was uh, that was on, it was on the holidays for Christmas. I was out in San Antonio. And we were, it was, uh, I was married at the time and we were out there and we went to the mall and they have the stands, the, the jewelry stands. And I started looking at the jewelry and the guy uh, sized me up after he notices one of my, my rings. And, you know, he starts asking me and he was more or less on point with all the information he was, he was asking me. And long story short, he starts to show me this jewelry. I ended up picking one and he, he charges me, right? So I give him my credit card. Yeah. And then once, uh, he, he, uh, he comes back and hands me the receipt and my credit card before doing so, I have this habit, you know, where I, I hold my wallet, I hold my wallet and I don't put my wallet back in my pocket until I'm sure that everything that goes back in my wallet is in my wallet. So I'm holding my wallet and he starts to talk. He starts to run his mouth. And at this point I start to feel just uncomfortable because I'm holding my wallet. Yeah. You know, you're not supposed to be holding your wallet out in public. Do you? <laughs> For that long? Imagine one of them kids, you know, 17 year old just snatching. You ain't gonna catch it, man. Yeah, you're not gonna catch that kid. You know? And so I tell him, hey, you know, can can you give me my debit card back? Cause oh, because he he went on ahead and he he said goodbye to me, you know, yeah. you know how sometimes it happens, but it, it was very obvious to me that he was trying to, he, he was trying to get away with this. This was intentional and, and there, there was intentional means here, you know? Yeah. And so I just started looking at him as he was running his mouth and I'm like, okay, there's something up here. You know that how you get in the dealership, you know, when you're a salesman, you have to be very attentive to who's in front of you. You know, is this person a liar? Is this person a customer? You know, if he is, can I work with him? You know, yeah. so that is what turned on. And I started seeing that he was up to something. So once I asked him for the card, his colleague was the one uh, was the one that confirmed it because while he turns around, I asked him for my credit card. He's like, oh, yes, uh, let me get it for you. So he turns around and he grabs one of his business cards. And then he, with his right hand, he opens a drawer. At this point, I can't really see what's going on, but I do see the reaction of her colleague. Yeah. And so you could tell where she just looks down and looks at him face to face. And then he just has this, you know, greedful smile on and she's kind of a little surprised and startled. So she turns around and then I see, I, I, I confirmed from this guy was trying to steal yeah. from me. And um, that would have been a very bad day, man. And horrible, man. <laughs> and you know, that was like the first thing that we did as soon as we even walked in. Uh-huh. You know, like we had just walked in, we had taken a glance around for like, I don't know, 15 to 20 seconds and then we just walked a few feet down and yeah that's how the the entire the entire journey there had started so yeah man fucking fucking junior places yeah bro yeah. <laughs> was, was the the guy said was Hindu right yeah he, yes he was yes he was man they all have that a gold connection somewhere man yeah, yeah. They, they're all about perfumes and perfumes elegance you know the <laughs> The luxury things. All that good stuff. Yeah, be careful out there, man. Just <laughs> them salesmen, man. The salesmen. 
The art of the word. The art of the word, man. That came in handy. You remember we did some time at the dealership? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those were good times, man. And and strange. And strange. You meet some strange people there. Strange people. And strange people that go there, maybe. And I remember my supervisor once got mad at me because... Um, I started talking to this customer, they come in and they start telling me, no, yes, you know, we owned a lot of property and we have all these vehicles. And I was still new to the job. It had only been like my first month. You know, yeah. I was still learning the ropes. So I'm over here, okay, cool. Well, this sounds potential, like, like a potential customer. I did think it was a little too good to be true. And I was always aware of the fact that people lied. But I guess I thought that people lied in the same fashion, you know, where they kind of just had like, oh, okay, let's just say, you know, a lie, not a Great lie, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, yeah. a tall tale. And so, yeah, this lady comes in and, you know, very nice dress, you know, because it's something you have to look into regardless of where you are, you know. It's just, you know, unfortunately and to some degree, fortunately, it's, yeah. it's a tell, you know, to see who is in front of you. Because before you can utter a word or communicate with a person, you got to judge them by what they got going on, you know. Yeah. And so they seem like the type that could definitely walk into a dealership and walk with something out. And as soon as we started talking, I guess, I guess my supervisor saw and recognized it right away. Yeah. And, uh, he tells me, Hey, stop wasting time, man. Hey, and he took over, he took over, he grabbed the information, went back there. And in less than a minute, he came back and he's like, Hey, you know what? Uh, we're really sorry, but, uh, we cannot help you. Yeah. And it was a very different type of closing system that I had ever seen him do. You know how they have their own closing system, right? Well, this one was a little different. This one was kind of like cut and dry, like, boom, get him out. Yeah. You know? And so I was like, well, what's going on? He goes, dude, he goes, those people just come here because they want to drive multiple vehicles. They're not the kind of people that come here to shop. And they go out of their way to, you know, get all nice, flamboyant, and turn on the charm so they can get free drive tests and then leave back to where they're from and have stories to tell. Okay. I was like, what? That sounded so outlandish to me. But then uh, I guess he used it as a lesson because in the process of getting rid of them, uh, he started he started changing his demeanor with them from professional to, you know, more casual. Yeah. And uh, they showed their, their real colors and they got very offended. And turns out they had absolutely no... Not not a dime to their name, no lands, no no, no amount of credit, you know, as much <laughs> as they say they did. And yeah, the vehicle that they were trying to trade in yes. wasn't even theirs. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, okay. Crazy stuff, man. Yeah, so interesting people you yeah. meet too. I mean, similar things happen to everybody in the dealership. I remember one guy who was driving around and he was saying, Oh, this car's missing the maroon, which is like the sticker that tells you like all the information, the price. Yeah. And then, so you have to set it to me at, uh, you know, use car value. Like, all right, are you going to buy it? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> all right, I'll set, I'll set it for, for use car value. Let's go buy it, man. Uh, oh, you panicked, you panicked. <laughs> yeah. He was just talking to talk, you yeah, know. He was just, yeah, like, he was, I guess he used to work at a dealership at one point. He was just, like, I, a nub, right? So I go talk to him. And, and what the first thing he says is that, you know, you have to say to me at used car value. Like, All right, I'll say that used car value, just go buy it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, <laughs> see, yeah, like, it's like, oh, see? So he starts driving. He never gets off the car. He's just driving. And I follow him like an asshole. And then he says, oh, and this is missing this. Like, I guess he was doing like an audit. <laughs> <laughs> Internal affairs, maybe? Internal affairs. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> he was running an audit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I I I find myself doing. I won't lie. I've gone back to the dealership, and to be told, when I do, um, I tell these guys right off the bat. I'm like, look, dude, I'm not here to buy a car. I just I want to look. I want to see what you know how your trim levels have changed. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I just I'm trying to keep myself informed, you know, just to see. Cause you just bought an SUV as well. Man. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well. That's a that, that's a story in itself. I mean, it does correlate a bit because yeah. prior to getting it, to even considering what I was going to get, I had to see, you know, what were the options out there. Yeah. Um, and so I started, you know, jumping in. I would stop there from time to time at my old dealership. I stopped there and I'd tell these people, I'm like, look, I'm looking for something like this. I'm like, but I'm not here to buy it. And I'm telling you this right now. I'm not going to buy something from you whether you give me the deal that I want. Yeah. You know? And, um, I mean, it's a salesman's world, dude. And they only, anything and everything that a client says, they just see it as a challenge. They automatically label it as a 100% lie, you know? Yeah. Or if not, at least 99%, you know, and they, that, that 1% is where they, that's where they got to start working. Yeah. And I understand and respect them for it, but sometimes you got to also know when we're being honest and it just, no matter how hard I try to be honest with these guys, they would give me the same script, man. <laughs> Come back and wait for a call. We got this this one. We just needed an approval. And I was like, okay. And then they tell me, hey, we'll want it or go online and put the trim order, you know, because what we have right now, we, we don't have what you're looking for. Yeah. And I'm just like, ah, you know. And at that point, the reason I was doing those things was to just maintain myself informed, you know. Okay, what's changed? You know, what features do they have? How are prices varying nowadays? Because um, as a matter of fact, a lot of vehicles dropped in, in price ever since the pandemic hit. Yeah. And by a good amount, you know, like a good five to eight thousand dollars, which is substantially you when it comes to your monthly payment. You know, that's almost like uh, well, depending on your credit, right? It varies, but it's a decent amount of money that you can be you can be saving yourself a month once a car goes down. Uh, takes Did you hear about time. that shortage of cars? No, I didn't hear about no shortage. Yeah, there's just, oh, wait, there's no shortage. It's just that uh, there's something with some chips on cars that they cannot produce them faster. I I have no idea oh, what's wow. going on. But they just, it's something about them not producing them fast enough to where they can't, like, they have, like, lots and lots, you know, filled with cars, but those chips, they can't put them in there. Oh, they can't produce the chips as fast as the cars are being produced. Yeah, something like that. There, there's something going on. I don't know the details, but there's, like, uh, you know, lots, and all the dealerships are empty right now. Well, yeah, because I know that um, for a good, well, even until right now, on my way over here, yeah, there's just several dealerships that have no very little cars. Yeah, little to none. Funny you mentioned that. I, I know that not too long ago I heard uh, that I think it was uh, Audi, BMW, and I forgot what other. There, there's these these few dealerships that apparently they all uh, came to agreement not to put out. I get the their best version of something that has to do with the emissions of the vehicle. Yeah, it's to prevent pollution. <clears throat> and so, anyways, they came. They all came into agreement, and they decided that they weren't gonna. They, they were going to just release certain, uh, like certain pieces of technology of it at a time, you know, okay. to kind of, you know, make, they were trying to milk the profit in other words. Yeah. And so, um, now they're being sued for billions of dollars. Really? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. And they've had this technology apparently from a years, a few years back, you know, oh. and, and the results that they're yielding today would have been a great, great step just five, six years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they're being sued. I guess they have some kind of regulation they got to follow, you know? Like, yeah. you, you can produce, you know, this amount of... Uh, Emission, or I guess, reduction of whatever. Yeah, reduction of pollution, and then 
you need to do it, you know? Yeah. And it kind of goes back with, uh, I think I like, I remember that and I like sharing that because it kind of comes down to like this philosophy that over time I've developed. And that is if you have, if you have information that can help the safety of that be yourself or others, yeah, then it's your responsibility to share it, mm-hmm. you know, and it kind of falls there, you know, yeah, <laughs> had they yeah. shared that, they wouldn't be in the mess they were in right now. <laughs> and there would have been a lot of more. Remember, like, some time ago when Volkswagen did that whole thing with the diesel? I, I can't say I heard of that one. Yeah, that they, they had, like, this big thing going on where they were saying that their diesel engines, because at some point they produced a car that was, like, a four-cylinder mm-hmm. that was a diesel engine. Okay, and I'm pretty, is that, that's, like, a, I'm assuming that's a great achievement. Sounds yeah, like or some, I don't know what it was, but the point is that, that, that what they were doing is that they were saying that the emissions that it burns is much less than, you know, regular gas. Oh, right. But it was like all lies. It was fake reports and stuff. Oh, really? So it was producing like worse things. And, and there was a big deal back in, I want to say, 2016, 2017. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude, that was, uh, they got sued for so many millions and people were getting mad like, hey, what the fuck? You know, he told me. You have a good car, but you did it. Turns out, um, <laughs> yeah. Turns out I'm ruining the world for my kids. Yeah, yeah. And but still um, under fire. I think they're still under fire or something like that. But that was back in the day. No, I know this. Uh, this whole uh, news was recent. Uh, yeah, it took just a few months ago. Not, okay. not even a year. Just a few months. But yeah, and so I, I, I would just, you know, I'd go to the dudes just to stay informed, you know. Yeah. It's like a whole Waterburger thing too. Like, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what the procedures would be nowadays. I know their menus change. That's yeah. one. So I'm pretty sure, and, and I, I know back in, in my day when I was employed there too, all of those promotional burgers, yeah. they were seasonal. You, you would get them depending on the season you were on. Yeah. And now they have like a menu for them. So things change and you, you have people who I guess are just trying to see how up to date they can, they can stay in the topics or, yeah. or fields that they know. And so um, I know that's what I was doing before I, I attempted to buy the vehicle. You're shopping around. Yeah, I guess you could say so, but how do you tell that to a salesman, you know? It's like, <laughs> hey, well, I'm shopping for, you know, two, three months down the line. Yeah. It's kind of hard. It's kind of do your research, you know? You gotta yeah, you do. You yeah. And I'm sure they know that too, you know? I mean, we, we knew it too, but, yeah. well, you know, you're trying to run a business and help them too, so. Yeah. You're stuck in this gray line. Exactly. Good times, dude. I always say that working at dealership is like bonding with somebody. I think everybody should work at a dealership at that point in their life, just so you can get an idea of you know how it works. You know, it's yeah. kind of like a small little, uh, uh, little map of you know this is more or less how the world works. You know, apply this little concept that you learn here. Okay, now get that little concept and just throw it everywhere around the world. You know, and you know it, it evolves. Sense. You know, it evolves. <laughs> It'll make sense to you. You know, yeah. now you'll understand why the manager only wants to give you exactly one pepper and one salt and yeah. one ketchup. You know, and. People don't know that. Yeah, dude. The, yeah, understanding what goes on there, it's really complex to explain in words. Correct me. You actually wrong. need to write it down for them. <laughs> the, what was it called? PCP or P- the PCP? That's PCP. a drug. <laughs> <laughs> or P- PV? I don't know. Something like that. Something like that. Um, Being on the other side of the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then, uh, what was the name of that, that old dude? Anyway. El Anticristo. El Anticristo. 
I remember him by that because yes. everybody would call him that now. <laughs> he would smoke like two packs a day or something like that. I don't know that much. Yeah, he was a smoker and then he would stand in the corner. Now, all I remember was that he just pop out of nowhere. Yes. <laughs> it's like, and you thought you were alone, man. <laughs> he was there. It's like a magic trick. <laughs> magic <laughs> salesman. <laughs> like, like a phantom, dude. <laughs> and who were the one who dubbed him that? Who, who named him that? Ah, man. Was it Alberto? I think it was Alberto. Hey, that's a yeah, good one. That guy was the guy with nicknames. Yeah, he had it. Yeah. He had a knack for knowing how to put one on you. Yeah, and then one time they were having, I don't know if it was before the nickname or after the nickname, but they were having like a religious debate. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd like to go there with that. <laughs> a religious debate enough. And they would just do it to get it, just, just to distract you from the car coming in, man. Yes. That's a, it's like, man, you're making me go through all of these feelings <laughs> and emotions, man. Because, and, and you, can, you, you can't help but get invested in the topic because you're, you know you're talking with people that come from a different culture. Yes. And so it, it, just that fact alone is what, you know, makes you feel sometimes even compelled more so to tell them, no, you know, this is, there's evidence to show and prove this, man, you know. Like I remember I got one time into it because he honestly... You know, he played it off. Till this day, I don't know if he was being serious, you yeah. know, because that's how good of, at talking he was and perpetrating. But we were having a debate on whether or not the dinosaurs were real. Yes. You know, <laughs> what? Did they do? Have you not seen, like, the, the bones and what we have seen? I mean, yeah. I know it sounds very out there, but, I mean, there's enough evidence to prove it. Yes. You get me? So... And he's like, oh, they don't exist. They don't exist. I don't know if you were there when they were having a debate of who was better, whether Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant. No, I was not there for that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> they were talking about who was better. And, and they're like, no, Kobe's the best that's ever been. And then I don't know who said, well, it's because you didn't get TV till Kobe started <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like something they yeah. say. You didn't have a fucking TV until Kobe started playing <laughs> Oh, man, so they were having a religious debate, dude. And they were sitting, you know what, those four offices where you would sit down and, yeah. you know, and there was four computers? So they were having it there. And uh, out of nowhere, like, it just, it was just between them two and, like, like the whole staff. Everybody was, like, got involved. <laughs> it became a party. I don't think I was there for that one. No, no but back then, I don't know if I would have taken I would have probably just been a bystander. You yeah, know, I don't know if you, if you knew this about me. I mean, a lot of people don't, but uh, I, I was actually uh, agnostic for a very oh, wow. for quite some time. Yeah, and it wasn't until recently now that I, I became a believer. Mm -hmm. uh, more, uh, you could say I'm, I'm a little more religious oriented, and so I think because of that fact, I don't think I would have partaken too much in yeah. that topic. I would have like, oh well. It was just fun to watch, man. Like, yeah, it was. It was. It was manual. It was fun being to outside of the sun for 10, 12 hours, man. You gotta, you gotta let that steam out somehow. Manifest yes. somehow. Yes, and these guys were good at that. Yeah. And they would always eat plantains. They would say what? They would always eat plantains. Those bananas. I didn't know. I loved them. Yeah, they would always eat those, man, and, and boil the what's it called eggplant. I know that they would. Some of them would bring in some strange food. Some strange food, yeah. Yeah, like um, I was not too long ago. I was working with a with a Cuban, 
A Cuban. I was okay. working with a Cuban, and he would bring some food. I, mind you, I'm kind of picky when it comes to food. Um, yeah. There's not a lot of housewives out there that would really be able to cook or would, that would be happy cooking for me because <laughs> I only like two, three dishes, and that's it. <laughs> like my current girl right now, or should I say wife, really? Yeah. Um, she dislikes it so much. She's like, man, like I have all of these recipes and, and she has a drive. She has a knack for wanting to cook. You show yeah. her something and if it catches her eye, like she makes that permission. But with me, there's just so many things that I don't like. Yeah. So she, she gets upset over it. But this guy would come into work with these, these weird dishes, man. And I'm just like, what is that? <laughs> and he'd say some strange name that I can't recall, but it would smell good. Really? It would smell good to the point that you wanted to taste it. Uh-huh. And it's very rare that I can smell something that good and, and you know, want to be like, oh, okay. You know, usually just go as far as like, hey, that smells good. You know, that's how far, it, it, you know, scent sometimes travels and, and you interpret yeah. it. Just, oh, it smells good. This was not just smells good. This was more like, man, that's good, dude. Like, you, you jump <laughs> straight to, man, that's good. You know, it's like you haven't even tasted the damn food, but your nostrils is telling you, yo, don't question that flavor right there. Just go with the, you know, go with the flow there. Just go with the, <laughs> yeah. go with the fragrance and eat. Um, and one time I did try some one of his his dishes. I don't know what it was, right? But it was it was it was. Uh, I like the type of spiciness that they had. Okay. I mean, Mexicans we like spicy food, but I think sometimes we take it overboard. We yeah. like to go for you know that hot acidic thing. Yeah. Which can be fun sometimes, but uh, sometimes it's just like why. You know, yeah. sometimes you just want to, you want something that kind of dances on your taste buds, you know, now that completely obliterates them. <laughs> yes. So it, it, I remember that, you know, some good food. Nice, nice. And what are those three dishes that you stick to, man? My three dishes yeah. are me too. So it's carne picada, uh-huh. free, uh, carne picada, frijol con chorizo, wines and salsa, igual con frijol y chorizo. No, well, I think that's it. Actually, just, just yeah. Just that, like, I guess the third would be the frijoles. Uh, <laughs> any egg in there? No, I don't need egg. You don't need egg. I don't need you egg. You don't like it? No. Nope. Oh shit. So I just I used to eat it when I was small, but doctor says that you know I just got fed up with it. You know, okay. tartastes. Yeah. Like you know what? I do remember something that I I I caused myself. Masquier. And this is no matter Masquier. Okay. Uh, you know tater tots? Yeah. Uh, I think they still sell them at Sam's. Okay. Okay. Well, I had this thing for like, uh, I like to eat French fries mm-hmm. with hot sauce, ketchup and hot sauce, yeah. especially Tabasco, really good. Uh, well, anyways, at that point in time, I was messing with ketchup and botanera, you know, the, the yeah. original, you know, your typical Mexican sauce. Yeah. And um, it was okay with the French fries. It wasn't bad. But I made the mistake of trying it with tater tots. So I get some tater tots and I put some ketchup all over them, which is passable. But then I put botanera over them. Yeah. I had just one. And it was such a horrific taste that I can't even smell tater tots now without going back to that moment. Oh, man. Ya no puedo comerlos. Maybe it was, it was a bad batch of tater tots? No, no, no. They were good because I, I ate one before, you know. Before the mix. It was fine. You know, I had, I had the, and then the idea came into mind. But ever since that day, I, I can't eat tater tots anymore. I can't smell them oh, without, man. you know, feeling a little... A little, a little sick to your stomach. Yeah. yeah. Which reminds me, dude, cafeteria food. Oh, Back no. in the day. Well, it wasn't all bad, to be honest. Some no, of it was good. It was good. Some of it was good. But I know I had one of my worst experiences. I don't know if in your school, this was back in high school for yeah. me. I don't know if in your school they had the pizza, but not the, not the, not the rectangular one. The breakfast one. The, 
Those were good. Are you talking about the little ones? Yeah, the little those ones. Those were really good. Though. Like, yeah, oh, that, really I think those good. might be my favorite of today. Dude, if I could, I would go back to a school for breakfast. Yeah, we should look into where we can buy those. I saw a link the other day. It was uh, some food company that makes them and wholesales them. You think they would? Uh, we should look. Maybe they sell them like at Sam's Club or Costco or something. No, I've, I've looked. <laughs> <laughs> I've looked. <laughs> Where haven't you looked? Where haven't you looked? <laughs> <laughs> we need to go there. That's where we need to start. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe go to school and tell them, hey, you know what? We're in a place in order. Yeah, we're just a supplier, man. <laughs> yeah, we're just yeah, supplier. Oh, man. Can you imagine opening up a breakfast joint and all you sell is those square little pizzas? <laughs> it, would, it would probably it'd probably be a success, man. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it would be a success. Yeah. Because that thing was good, man. In the yeah, they were. Yeah. Um, no, but the pizza that I'm talking about is the, the triangular one. Okay. I don't know if you ever got those at your school. I don't think I did. You no, know, there were these triangular ones. To be honest, uh, the, the the bread looked yellow. Really? It was yellow bread. Maybe it had a lot of cornmeal or something. I'm assuming, man. Yeah. It wasn't good tasting. But anyways, that, that's not the bad part, you know. The, the bad part is I go, uh, I sit down. And while I'm hungry, right? I'm ready to eat yeah. whatever. I pick up, you grab the pizza from the bread, the breadstick, yeah. the breadstick part. And I pick it up. And everything, including the bread, just falls. And now from, you know, your little, I don't triangle. know, four or five inch triangle of pizza. And I don't have like this fucking nine inch <laughs> piece of dough just like with a waterfall of cheese, you know, with a fall, <laughs> cheese fall. A cheese, you know, fall. A cheese fall with <laughs> bread <laughs> on the other half of it, man. It was disgusting. Yeah. Oh, I just, man. I just, at the moment that happened, I didn't even question it. I didn't even have time to stand on the moment, dude. I just, I put it down and I just threw it in the trash and I went to the shack. I'm going to go buy myself a burger back there with a bag of chips. Yeah. Is that, that's where you went to Pace High School, right? Yeah, I was back in Pace. Pace, the shack. Yeah, there was a little, there was a little, uh, there's a little joint there back. I don't even know what, it was actually a shack. That's the what shack. it was, man. Yeah. It was a shack. The shack. And they would sell some chips there and uh, the guy actually had some pretty good burgers there. Yeah. Like a, it was like a $3 burger and chips and drink. Yeah, it was, like it was uh, yeah three dollars. Three dollars if you wanted. No, I think it was three dollars if you wanted the the with cheese. And then if you didn't want cheese, I think he gave it to you for two fifty. Okay, something 50, like that. Fifty cents for cheese, man. Yeah, <laughs> fifty cents for a slice of cheese. Well, I wouldn't know. Is that is that a good is that good or not? Uh, no, I don't eat cheese. So <laughs> I mean, I eat cheese, but like I, I never question the you know the difference in prices like. Yeah, gonna hey, you're gonna pay for your food. You know? Let's <laughs> yeah, go. Like, it's not gonna make me or break me, dude. <laughs> exactly. It's just, it's just a few cents, man. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Or are you a fan of Chipotle? No. No? I can't eat Chipotle either. Oh, man. No, I'm telling you, man, I'm a little. You're a little special. Yeah, I'm a little special in that regard. Too simple, you know, yeah. too simple and complicated, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, I like it, but I'm not, I'm not like a big fan. But I guess what I'm trying to get to is like. Hey, you know what? Let me have some of this, some of that, and, and, and put some, some avocado in there. You mean what? Like, motherfucker, that's avocado. avocado. Just fucking put it on there, man. Don't, <laughs> don't question me. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. I guess I have, I have a problem with people, you know. Really, I, think, I, mean, I think it's just all of us, man. The older yeah. we get it, it is true. We become, a little, we become a little less... We become less patient, but it's only because our communication expands. Say what you will, even if you're not putting in the time and the effort to learn words, mm -hmm. uh, you still learn 
something. Yeah. And we were always going to aim for accuracy. I think the brain's just wired that way. Yeah. We try to aim for accuracy to make sure that we have the, the closest, uh, that we're always on the same page, you know? Definitely. And so when you're talking with a person that isn't quite there and you have to repeat yourself constantly, then you already know that. If you're having to repeat yourself constantly for the sake of the communication you're looking for, then you're not going to get there. You're having to try that hard if you can't even get there to start off. Yeah. <laughs> because after you get there, uh -huh. then you still need to realize, okay, are we both really okay with being on the same page? You know, <laughs> yeah. if you can't even get there, then that issue is just a whole lot even harder, man. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's bad. So, yeah. and I know what you mean. Cause I mean, places that I, and this has been going on for years now, I mean, places you work at, I mean, it's like people are like, Hey, so, um, can, can, uh, can you do this? You know, they want to ask you for a favor or whatever. Yeah. Hey, where are you? Uh, and so and so place. Okay. Can you go over here? Because I need you to pick something up. I'm like, well, why don't you just start off there? Well, why <laughs> did you have to interrogate me where I was and then where I was heading? You know, just tell me what you, what, what you need yeah. and answer my questions. And there's a lot of people that just can't answer your question. No, you know? dude, that's... It's like, Hey, can you, can you bring me, um, something that's in the other room? You know, Hey, can you bring me that? They're like, yeah, sure. But, uh, right now my manager told me to do this really quick. So yeah. So that doesn't answer my question. So can you go and get it or not? You know what I mean? Like, because uh, first you said yes. Yeah. So I'm ready. I'm like, okay, I can move on. But, okay. So you're going to get it done. But now I have to either tell you something. It will clarify, help you in some fashion. But no, it's like, yes, but I have to do something else. So are you saying you're going to help me after you're done? Cause I just need to know. Yeah. I just need to know. I need to be on the same page as you, but yeah. it's just so hard for people to get there. And I'm pretty sure we went through it. It's just, uh, you just can't teach a person that, you know, yeah, you, you have to level with them. And I'm learning this with my kids. You know, uh, my daughter was just born, but my girl or uh, my wife had, you know, she has three kids. So, you know, I had to take in that mortgage payment. Right? <laughs> I had to go on ahead and, um, work on my, I guess my role model figure, you know, cause obviously that's what you are yeah. you know, when you're, when you're around kids. And so they've kind of helped me in that fashion, you know, cause you don't realize it until you do that. Kids aren't going to learn things the first time you tell them. <laughs> I mean, we don't even learn our proper procedures at a workplace on the first time, you know? Yeah. So what makes you think a kid's going to be able to understand what you want to yeah. convey? And uh, you got to be patient and you got to find the words. Okay. What kind of, vocabulary are you lingering upon so that I can know what to stick to and so yeah become more irritable with age yes dude that that happens maybe I'm getting older but I'm pissed off all the time whenever you're I'm pissed off at the world I'm pissed off at the world <laughs> get off my swamp Shrek <laughs> <laughs> that's a good reference yes um, and I, and I find it you know day by day more intolerable like whenever I, I find myself in that situation like, motherfuckers, yes or no? Like, yeah. <laughs> We're not getting anywhere here, man. Anywhere. Yo, you know, you, you can spend my money, bro, but you can't give me back my time, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. You know? I always say that's a commodity you cannot buy. Time. Yeah. But going back to that Cuban user, is that the same guy that you're working in a scaffold and he comes all pissed off at you looking like... Oh, you were pissed off. Well, well, the Cuban guy, man. Oh, Cuban. damn. <laughs> that story. Yeah. Oh. Um, I mean, okay, so I was, uh, I was 19, uh -huh. on the verge of 20. I had just gone through like a bad relationship, you know, those, you know, that puppy love phase yeah. we all go through sometimes. Uh, I had, I had been going through that and, um, you know, I was just dealing with all of the, 
the shindig and random emotions you go through, right? Yeah. And so my parents trying in the name of helping me out, got me a job with an uncle up in Alabama. So I started working as a scaffold builder. Okay. Took the test, everything. It was really good. I actually thanked them a lot for it because it, it was a, a much needed step, even though I didn't realize that at the time. It was a much needed step. So um, uh, what I used to do there was we would build, uh, we built scaffolds and, uh, you know, somebody calls us and we tell them, hey, you know, I need to reach that pipe up there or I need you to build me an extension to this catwalk so that I can reach, you know, something. Mm. We go, we measure, get the tools we need, start building. Obviously, the environment you're in is very hot. It's uh, it, it's labor type work. You know, yeah. you're you're in a hard hat. You got steel toe boots, fire resistant gear, and always you know the kind of job you need to be very mindful of the step you take yeah. in a given area. So um, we're already like on the past half of the day into the day already, and majority of us are tired. You know, we wake yeah. up at six a.m. to be there at seven. And then we work from seven to seven if we're lucky, and if we weren't, we say seven <laughs> to nine. Um, and so long hours, work. you know, hot weather to, you know, hundred and I'd say about hundred and twenty to two hundred degrees Fahrenheit was kind of like the work, you know, the the temperatures there. Two hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. Oh no, no, yeah, it was hot, man. It was hot. Yeah, it was like it was hotter than the fields. I've worked in fields before. No, this was hotter pre-machinery and so was it like an oven <laughs> yeah well no you it was like an oven but the place we used to call the oven was uh this it, it was uh i never got to go in it i only ever uh walked by it but it's this uh there's these weird I don't know what to call them, to be honest, man. It's like a room, but okay. you have to keep in mind that these rooms are made out of metal. Okay. Like, it's nothing but steel in there mm -hmm. and pipes. And uh, the the material you're working with to build your scaffold is also metal. So everything is hot, man. Yeah. Everything is hot and you're out in, it's it's like a chemical plant. And so you have very, very high temperatures. And in some places, it's hotter than others. It wasn't hot because of the temperature outside. It was hot because of the machinery that was going on. Okay. All the fumes and, and the vapor. The yeah, that's what made it really hot. Okay. And so um, we were already halfway. It was more than halfway into the day. And so I was ruminating on, on the whole, you know, uh, deal that I was going through, you know, like, how could this have happened? How could I have not seen it? You know, what yeah. am I going to do now? Like, how do I get over this? You know, you're just kind of stuck in a bad place. Yeah. And so I'm kind of, I'm sitting down on these bleachers i'm sitting on these bleachers i had we're all in the break room everyone's mm -hmm. taking their break uh their lunch hour break and so i'm outside i'm done eating and i'm just relaxing you know and all of a sudden this cuban guy comes uh, he's an older gentleman already he's definitely in his late 30s and uh he's cuban and most cuban are very energetic you know the, the cuban yeah. people it's like man they, they've got this overflow of energy you know uh -huh. So he's walking, you know, and it's he's minding his own business, and he sees me, he glances at me, and, you know, he just acknowledges me. Then he looks at the floor, and there's a penny yeah. on the floor, and he, he, he starts to walk towards it. Now, the penny's in front of me, too, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's within my line of sight. And he, he, he walks to the penny, and, you know, he postures up. Is he, like, a well-built guy? Yeah, he's well-built. It's a refinery, man. Yeah. We're all well-built in there. Well, majority of us, you know, you know, <laughs> eight out of ten guys are well built, 
And so, uh, yeah, he, he was well-built and he starts to, you know, imagine him turn on the swagger, you know, he turns on the swagger, he puts on the posture, he opens his legs, you know, at shoulder's length. Oh, he has his legs open at shoulder's length and he opens them just a little more. And then he goes down in style boom, over here, you know, while he's, uh, you know, flexing his arm and putting a lot of emphasis in his body language as he picks up the penny. Yeah. You know, that's what he's really doing. And then he just, he puts the penny up in my face and he tells me, De poquito en poco, un millón. And man, when he said that, dude, it just, oh, it was like a, it was like a cosmic slap for me, dude, because, like, here you have a guy who is trying to convey that, hey, man, I'm a penny closer to a million dollars, and I'm over here, you know, contemplating the end of the world because I just had some, you know, misfired puppy love phase yeah. of mine, you know, and I'm over here all depressed about it, and, you know, I was like, wow, oh, dude, like, that's why, dude. And so, yeah, he put a, he made me laugh, man. It took me a while to get over that entire situation. And that was the start of, you could say, my healing process, I dare say, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, it was a, it was a good. Who would ever say it, man? Like, your healing process was triggered by a, it's, it's, a human. Yeah, it was just a, <laughs> something so simple. Yeah. Something so simple, man. Because up until that point, I mean, I was dealing with it. Uh-huh. You know, I wasn't letting me letting it take over me. You know, I wasn't in my room crying and not doing anything. I mean, I tried to stay busy and I felt compelled to do so because I was living in somebody else's house. Yeah. My parents left me there in Alabama. They chilled with me for a few days and then they came back home. Okay. And so, not to mention it was the first type of job that I had had that was labor oriented. Yeah. Before that, I mean, yeah, I had worked in the fields, but it's different, man. You know, you're, you're kind of working just a hot place yeah. with a few insects here and there. But over here, you had protocol to follow. You had rules. You had, you know, the safety of others, your own as well. So it was different. Yeah. Definitely a learning experience, too. And uh, up until that point, up until that, that phrase, I was just dealing with the issue of being depressed, you know, just, yeah. you know, fighting with it to not let it take over you and take you down all of these, uh, you know, negative uh, train of thoughts and actions. And then when he said that, that was already the healing process. Like, okay, dude, you've been in the ring long enough. Time to get out. Yeah. Now it's time for you to, you know, start making up your mind, start deciding what step, you know, what direction are you going to start stepping into, you know, yeah. start going into. And, um, so yeah, it's that. Uh, I can't believe you remember that story, yeah. man. <laughs> the cue, man. Yeah. <laughs> what things we'd have paid? Yeah, there's been a few. Oh man. Anything else happen? Crazy happened in the refinery when you were there? Crazy things that happened in there. Let me see. Like somebody like losing a finger. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure there have been. I mean, yeah. There's always a, those type of incidents to go around. What part of Alabama were you at? What's I'm sorry. What part of Alabama were you in? Mobile. Mobile? Mobile, Alabama. Did you find any racism there when you were in the South? Have you seen in the South? No, I wouldn't say I found racism. Like, I mean, the closest thing that I did find, uh, it was just this lady. So uh, when I was up there, I was living with my aunt. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had two cousins. And uh, my cousin was smaller than me. I was uh, 19 at the time. And he was way smaller, man. He was like maybe like nine years old, per se. Eight, nine, he was young. But yeah, like a little go-kart. Okay. And so I would use it. You know, it was something that I, I would sometimes do. I crashed the GoPro once. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, man. How was that for you? Oh, man, dude. I was like, I want to say like eight or nine at the time. And, and my dad had got like built just a go-kart, you know? And we were, oh, man. 
It was it was summer out of all things. It was summer, and my aunt was taking care of us. And not sure when I go to my aunt. Hey, can you turn it off for me? Because you know I can yeah, lack the, the the strength to pull the, the I guess that strength to get started. So so like my, my aunt comes and she you know cranks it and like all right it's good and then she says but you know how to drive it right like and, it's, and, I, and I said yeah yeah, yeah I do of course. but in my head I was like dude I've seen my dad do this a million times how <laughs> 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 oh, uh, could it be <laughs> yeah. lo and behold bam bam so what is this inertia inertia <laughs> you got inertia up with this. How does this work? The brakes aren't what? The brakes the are brakes here? don't work with this kind of momentum. You don't stop as soon as you press the brake. What was that? Why would they? Why would they do this? <laughs> yeah. Oh man! And well, you know, Goldcrits, you know, you turn the steering wheel, but you know, the yeah, turning it's white turns. It's not even. Yeah, you can't, you can't do a sharp one. So I get full of courage, and then all right, let me go for it, and I give it some gas, and I'm like, you know, jerking and moving and. And then, um, okay, I got it down. So I twisted the, 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 and you the steering wheel, and I gave it gas. And, you know, it's a white turn, like you said. And yeah. I was in the front yard, and yeah, I have enough room. So I just gunned this motherfucker. <laughs> sucks. And, and, and to the le- like, I was turning left, and to the left, there was another house. Okay. So I just slammed the, you know, the gas, the turn, and I go right under the house. Pow! What <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> any treasure down there? What's up? You find any treasure down there? No, dude, dude, I was there. Like, I was stuck there, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's not the worst part, dude. The worst part is that it's there, but the cart didn't turn off. You know, it's on. And I'm like crawling myself out of there, and it's like, <laughs> my hand comes all pissed off. What <laughs> so the, right? <laughs> the fuck did you do? <clears throat> so anyway, I figured I had to turn it off. Right? Like, <laughs> start learning strings, <laughs> and that's not the worst part. The worst part is that that shit happens, right? And then I'm trying to pull it out, but it's fucking stuck down there. I can't pull it out. And then my aunt says, "No, no leave it there, so your dad can see it when he gets home." Oh, <laughs> oh fuck you! Let me check it out. El peso de papá, el peso, yeah. So I get it. So my dad gets home, right? And, I mean, he's pissed off about it, obviously, but not as pissed off as my mom, dude. What did she find <laughs> out? <laughs> so she starts beating the shit out of me. <laughs> so there I was, like an asshole, dude. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, so it's it's stuck down there, right? And my dad, come help me get it out. I'm like I'm fucking beat up right now. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> He's even there, Dad. I don't want the go kart no more. <laughs> it's all good. Oh man, and that's why my dad sold it. Yo, what is your um, parents do that, bro? Is yeah. this a Mexican culture thing or what? Because I have no idea. Dude, man. Dragon Ball. When I was small, uh-huh. eight, nine years old, Dragon Ball. I was all about Dragon Ball. Yeah. I had all the action figures, dude. I had like, I was a nine, ten year old boy, and I had close to like fifty dollars. Uh huh. You know, forty to fifty dollars worth of. All of these toys. Now you have to keep in mind that was a lot because majority of these toys I would actually buy in Matamoros. Yeah. For for a good amount of time, you couldn't find Dragon Ball uh, toys in the U.S. Yeah. And uh, so yo iba a Matamoros a la Expo Fiesta. Sí. like you had 40, 50 pesos, and the yeah. toys back then weren't that expensive. Yeah. I think the most expensive one that you could buy was maybe like twenty. 
you know, all of the other ones kind of average down, uh, you know, in between like a to 12 yeah you know some of them would be 15 and like the really good ones would be 20 um and mind you i mean there were better ones obviously but they weren't action figures anymore those were like those type of the ones that like people would collect or like yeah. put somewhere and i was like i was interested in toys right anyways long story short man i had like all of these these toys man i i had like the whole collection the whole roster of the of the of the cartoon of the anime show and I accidentally took a knife uh-huh. to elementary school. I what do you mean accidentally? It was an accident, dude. Like, till this you day, my mom doesn't believe me, dude. She doesn't believe me. I had this habit when I was a kid uh-huh. of going to sleep in the clothes that I would go to school in. Just the shorts, right? Yeah. I always had my my uh, my PJ t-shirt. You know? That never changed, right? But I, I would sleep sometimes in the pants. And I remember that the, the it was a Sunday. I, I still remember, man. Mm-hmm. It was a Sunday. And my dad decided to take, you know, all of us out to a, a party in Matamoros. Yeah. So while we were there, uh, an uncle of mine, or no, I'm lying. A cousin of mine, an older cousin of mine gives me a knife. He goes, oh, you, you can keep it. You know, like, I don't, I don't yeah. use it. And it was one of those cool knives, man, that had all of the... The Swiss Army the, the Swiss Army ones. The red right? one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I had one. So it was pretty cool, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm in elementary, dude. Yeah. I'm only like, like, I think I'm seven or eight. Yeah, little sisters and shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was like the best part. Like, yeah. I can cut paper with this, you know? What's up? So anyways, uh, I went to bed. It was late. Uh, when we got home yeah. so as soon as we got home man boom crashed out and I woke up and when I woke up I didn't pay attention to my pockets you know like yeah. you know you're you're 8, 9 years old you don't have anything in your pockets there's nothing to go in your pockets uh-huh. and those knives were small you yeah. know because I didn't have that large one I had the little one and so I just I never felt it you know I never felt it and they were they were baggy pants you know the the, those yeah the loose ones the cargo shorts the cargo pants yeah but they were shorts yeah they were sh- okay yeah the, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah cargo shorts I guess cargo for long and uh, I went to school we didn't realize I had the knife in me and so when I sat down you know we had to sit down uh, I somehow just felt it you know I yeah. felt it and I took it out someone saw it I got reported word went to my mom and so she went over here uh, you know what are you doing why did you do that and <laughs> I mean, like, what's the big deal? It's like I whipped it out and you know, started slashing it, you know? <laughs> and so, out of punishment, what my mom did is uh, she would always host a garage sale on Saturdays. Okay. So, come the end of the week, she makes me help her. And then she tells me, go and grab all your toys. She made me grab all my toys, man. She made no. me put them out there. And she made me assist her, you know, like keep an eye out. You know, make sure no one steals anything. I'm going to go into the house real quick. I'll be right back. That type of thing. And I only got to play with those toys while they were there. And I could only play with two at a time. And it took just one day, man. Just that one day. And everybody bought my toys. What the fuck? Everybody bought my toys. Dude, my mom made me sit there and watch as everybody bought my toys. Oh man! It's and I had this all over, man. And I couldn't find all the toys. And they, but yeah, they sold yeah. it, dude. Like out of spite, you know. I just yeah. took a knife by accident to school. <laughs> Hell, even if it was intentional, man. Like really, that's what you're gonna do? So my toys. It's just like your 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 kids' dream toys, right there. Yeah, you're just dude. gonna give them away. And those and those were most because. I mean, we were at the same age. At the yeah, time. dude. I still watch Dragon Ball till this yeah. day. I would still have those toys till this day. 
But, well, and man, they'd probably be worth a lot today.
But after sixth grade, I just stopped. Like, you know, boom. Things change. Well, you develop new interests. I know I stopped. Uh, believe it or not, I, I mean, I still play video games. Yeah. I'm a pretty big gamer. But I have to say that I have changed a lot the kind of video games I like to play. Like back then, when I was much younger, I was into the competitive games, but mm-hmm. I actually like more cooperative gameplays, okay. uh, like game gameplay. And I stuck more to like games where you could help each other, like on a campaign. And okay. That's what I stuck to. And whenever I wasn't playing those, I actually preferred to play adventure games. You know, like your Assassin's Creed titles. Yeah. God of War, uh, Devil May Cry, like the, the type of Generally titles. Devil May Cry, you told me about that one. Oh yeah, it's a really good game. That's a really good game. Yeah. Um, the reboot's okay. I didn't really like it a lot, but it's it's all right. Yeah. Um, but definitely the original ones, the, the the Devil May Cry ones, were are my go to ones. Uh, but now that I've gotten older, I actually enjoy more. I don't know what to call them. I guess just quick based games. Like I'm, I'm actually really big on Street Fighter right now. Street Fighter. And I've been big on Street Fighter for like the past four years now, five years. Really? I've been playing it a lot. And I find myself wanting to play it more the older I get. Yeah. Uh, and it's very much because it's just, it's a very quick game. You know, it's like, okay, you just go in there, you're just going to fight your opponent. That's it. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Uh, I do like my other games, like the adventure games, but I feel that I can only play them if I'm alone. And I'm not alone anymore. You know, it's very rare. I maybe get like one or two hours of actual alone time throughout the whole week. Okay. You know, and uh, I think it just goes back to that. You know, you just, your changes, you, you still like the same things. It's just, you have a different taste for them now. Yeah. And so, I think it's just... I think I had to swallow this. We might all just go through it. Yeah, at one point. You grow older, you, you know, they just start shifting. You start seeing things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Contemplating them things and then. Contemplating them things. <laughs> executing means to achieve them. <laughs> Remember the GameCube? GameCube, yeah. GameCube. I, I only ever got the GameCube to play Melee. Smash Bros. Melee. Okay. That was it. I did get to play these RPG games. I forgot. Like, Tales of Symphonia and all those, which were pretty good. My friend Ju was the one who got me into those. But, I don't know. I just, I like to rush games like that. Yeah. Let me just see the story and I want to see all the cool, all the cool powers and spells. That's what I want to see. I want to be able to do the cool stuff in there. Uh And I want to be able to just annihilate the strongest enemy. Once I get there, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> if I can find a way to just two, three shot you, okay, we're good. If it's not possible in the game, then I want to be able to beat you in like close to record time. That's it. Like just figure out the routine that guarantees me victory. And that's it. And then I move on from the game. <laughs> nice. But Street Fighter, that goes hard because that's been around for a very long time. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, Street Fighter was the first game I ever played. Uh, Super my, Nintendo? Super Nintendo, yeah. Super my, Nintendo. my mom went on ahead and got me the console. And then I remember well, when I was helping her in the, those garage yeah. sales that I had just mentioned, um, well, my mom would pay me. Uh, my mom would pay me $5 yeah. every, t- every Saturday. My mom would give me 5 bucks uh, so long as I, I helped her. And I remember my first Street Fighter game was Street Fighter 2 on the Super Nintendo. Bought it yeah. at a pawn shop for 15 bucks. Yes. Bought it for 15 bucks and that's I got a lot of games in pawn shop, but for Game Boy. Oh, that is so true. I was never Game into Boy. Game Boy. I got to play a few. Yeah. But I never, I already got into one. I had a friend named Daniel. 
back in uh, middle school. Mm-hmm. It was Cummings, yeah. And he would lend me his Game Boy. And that's how I was like, well, this is pretty cool, because it does entertain you. Yeah. But um, especially when you're like in a, you know, road trip situation or, or not road trip, but you just, you know, whenever your parents take you places that you don't want to go, but you still have to go because you can't stay alone. That that was perfect. It was perfect for those type of situations. Yeah. Because you're talking about way before, uh, you know, you had cell phones. That's true. Way before cell phones, because back, back when we were little, cell phones were still like in the early they were in the early phases. I think uh, what the, the the first cell phones that came out were those Nokia ones, weren't they? Those Nokia bulletproof the phones. Yeah. Um, and then after that, uh, you got your flip phone. But even then, the only cool feature about the flip phone was really just the flip. The flip. Yeah. That was really it. I think they came out with a camera, didn't they? They, they, they eventually yeah. started. But that was way down the line still. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, I want to say like mid-2000s. Yeah, it sounds correct. Like me if I'm wrong, though. No, we, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right because it was it was mid 2005, 2006. Yeah. I, I didn't get my first phone until I was until I turned 19. Okay, that's when I got my first phone, and, and it was a flip phone too. I had a flip phone, and I remember I, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I have like a very basic use for my phones. Like yeah. I don't use social media. I don't. I, there's a lot of things that I don't use my phone for. The only thing I use my phone for is the calculator, uh-huh. the calendar, call and text. Maybe music. Mm, sort of. The, the music I usually download, uh-huh. uh, but only because... Well, remember the system I have for my car? Yes. Like how I, yeah. Yeah. How I, uh, I always get the, the files. I download the files onto my phone, transfer them to my laptop. Uh-huh. And then from my laptop, I put them onto a USB. Okay. So that's what I use it for, really, as far as music <laughs> is concerned. Oh, I have to say, with this new vehicle, because um, my car's a 2009, okay. and I just got my wife uh, a 21, so obviously, huge leap in technology <laughs> features, man, and, uh, well, you have that Bluetooth thing now, yeah. which my car also has, but my car only has the the phone capabilities, not, like, Bluetooth music. Yeah, it was in the early ages. Yes. It was in the early ages of... Uh, you know, technology when it was barely becoming yeah. a thing, Bluetooth. And so I can make phone calls on my car, but can't listen to music. And so now I'm trying to, I've only had the vehicle for going, I'm barely starting my second month with it. Okay. And I'm barely, you know, well, I'm trying to create a playlist. But nowadays it's so hard. I guess it's because people download illegal music so yes. much. They've made it so complicated for you to actually have an app, just have a music. Now you have to have like some membership or YouTube uh, music or something because I used to have the Google Play yeah. but now it doesn't offer it yeah I mean what I do now dude I just have YouTube whatever song comes to mind and fuck it, you know? yeah but it uses all my data I don't yeah. have unlimited data oh, okay, okay. it's unnecessary I yeah. see so it's like I only have uh, a few gigs worth okay. but if I use YouTube all the time then I would yeah you would I would drain it up yeah. yeah not to mention does it happen to you where you're using YouTube and sometimes like it'll buffer yeah, yeah. I hate that. I can't deal with that. Yeah. Man. I gotta have that nice consistency in my music, bro. It cuts you out of your trip. You, you ruminated all night, nice, but in the moment, all of a sudden, advertisement. What? What? What is this? Who am I gonna kill right now? I know. My girlfriend actually laughs at me because, well, I have USB on my car. So yeah. There's no commercials. I listen to whatever I want to listen to in the order I want to. Yeah. But in her car, she uses, uh, what's that app called for the music? 
Pandora, right? Pandora. Pandora. There, there was boxers. Spotify. Spotify. There's Spotify. Well, yeah. one of those. Yeah. She uses those, and after every like three or four songs, you get a commercial, and that is like my him. It's mind blowing to me. Like, how do you listen to commercials? I know it's supposed to be normal because you have a stereo, but I don't listen. I've never listened to the stereo in my car. Yeah. You know, I mean, granted, I have, right? But I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe in the 11, 12 years that I've had my vehicle, I've probably only ever listened to maybe like a handful of times. Not even maybe two songs. Two songs through the actual radio. Uh huh. Everything has always been on my USB. I've always updated the music in there. Yeah. So yeah, whenever I hear commercials in a car, dude, <laughs> what? Am I watching TV? You know. <laughs> so. Or my YouTube, you know, is, is, is you know, because I'm, I'm used to seeing commercials only when they come out on like yeah. 10 minute plus videos on YouTube, you know, 5 yeah. minute plus you see them. But, yeah. Yeah, dude, crazy stuff, man. We live in a crazy world. A lot of diversity now. A lot of diversity and you have to be okay with it. <laughs> you do. Yeah. But good times overall, man. It's, yeah. a, it's a beautiful era to be, to be living in. Because you have the, we're living in an interesting time. We are. One so. of the Chinese curses. The what? You never heard of that? The I two Chinese that. curses? No. It says, uh, one of them is, may you find what you're looking for. And the other one is, may you live in an interesting time. It's some sort of metaphoric, metaphoric, I'm sorry, met metaphoric meaning mm -hmm. uh, that they came out with some sort of, you know, Chinese wisdom a long time ago. And well, that is true. Yeah. I mean, nobody wants to live a stale life. Yeah. I don't think humans are wired to live a boring life, dude. Like, sooner, no. sooner or later, we need to find some ounce of excitement or, if not purpose, to just do something. Yeah. Because that shit, like, monotony will fuck you up, man. Mm. They will mess you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the same thing's over and over. Uh, speaking of which, it reminds me, uh, Mama Blanca's, man. Oh, the pizza place. The pizza place. The pizza place. It closed down. It did. What a fucking shame. You know, I think I, I've been tempted to just reach out to them on Facebook and just, you know, kind of be persistent. He was, he was doing that for a while, no? Where he was just making them. Well, I know when I, well, I met the owner at uh, a call center at uh, yeah. Convergy's when it was still up and running. And when I went into Convergy's, he had already been working there for... Two years, I think he had said. Two or three years. But he had already been there a while. Yeah. And then I stayed there for the duration of about a year, I think. Okay. And um, so he would get, uh, the, the way that he would advertise his business, I guess, or he would get his clientele would be through Convergence. Because uh, the Mama Blancs was his side job. So, and since he was a trainer, he would always throw the suggestion, you know, hey, you know, I have my own pizza place. You can put in your orders. And so a lot of people would always try it. And really, that's all you needed, man. If you like cheese and you like a lot of toppings on your pizza, that's all you need. You just need to try the damn thing once. Uh -huh. Hell, you don't even need to try it, bro. You just need to see it. <laughs> you just need to see the damn pizza. And you're like, okay, give me one. Give me one. <laughs> you want to say to give me two, but then he'll tell you, no, one's enough. <laughs> one's enough. Yeah, those, yeah. That, that thing, that, that pizza had... The details that I remember from that pizza is... Uh, you had to have a minimum of four toppings. Uh -huh. You had to be four toppings. And you needed, it took at least 40 minutes to cook. Uh -huh. And he had a total of four pounds of cheese on there. What the fuck? And you know what? I'll tell you this. Like I mentioned, I don't yeah. like cheese. But 
that cheese did taste different. There was something different about that cheese. Okay. It was passable for me. I still had to take a lot off though because it was still too much for me. Yeah. Um, and I would always ask for his extra sauce. His tomato sauce was super good. Really good. Yeah, dude, I remember that tomato sauce. It was really good. And um, he would put it on top of the... He would throw it in there several times. I know he would He would start it off. You would definitely find the sauce at the very bottom because the, the bread was very thin, man. Like yeah. the, the bread was... I, 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 I can't even put a number on it, man, but I don't know. Get maybe stack two or three of your nails on top of each other. And that's <laughs> three fingernails worth of Three fingernails worth of bread, maybe, perhaps. Three meals. <laughs> and uh, the rest was all cheese. And, yeah. and in the middle of all that cheese, because it was like close to about an inch, right? It was yeah. like about an inch, an inch and a half of cheese. Yeah, yeah. It was... And in the middle of all of that, you had your toppings. Yeah. Your pepperoni, your your meat, anything you wanted to add to it was in the middle of all that cheese. But then Convergis closed down and the last I heard from him was that he was working in Maximus. Okay. But this was a long time ago, man. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about seven, eight years ago. Oh, so wow. I wouldn't know if... We need to find that guy, in, you know. I don't, we should make it our mission, right? We should make it our mission. Down, bro. Like, you know, we've got more, uh, we've got more to our names now. We might be able to help you out. Yeah. You know, maybe order three, three pizzas a week from you. Yeah, that guy in, uh, I don't know, dude, that, that piece was just good. I don't know why it didn't. Well, it's because he was from Chicago, so he definitely had, like, a different type of, I guess, perspective on how you, you, you're supposed to make a pizza. Because even his, because uh, that was his deep dish. Yeah. <laughs> he could still, he would still make you, like, a regular, you know, a yeah. regular size pizza. And it was also good. Mm-hmm. But it was different. It, it um, The bread, everything about uh, the ingredients that he was using was different. Was different. Was different. Because it had nothing in in. in in common with either any of the other pizza joints here, you know, yeah. Papa John's, Domino's, Pizza, all of those, nothing, nothing. It definitely, it was in its own little league. I want to say it was too early for its time. I think so. Well, it's just that, uh, how much was it? Because it, it was pricey. It was 20 bucks. It was 20? It was 20. $20 for a pizza? $20, yeah. I remember that. But back then, twenty bucks was quite a you know pretty penny. Well, for a pizza, yeah. A I pizza, mean, nowadays, yeah. what's the most the most expensive you buy you spend on a pizza? Uh, 13, 14, 15 bucks, fifteen bucks, fourteen bucks. Yeah, yeah. We're still like you know five bucks shy of twenty bucks. But I mean, ten years ago, I mean you know eight years ago when that place was open, it was. Well, yeah, that is true. Maybe uh, it, it would have been, been inflation, deflation. <laughs> It would have been, yeah, because I remember, oh, but I think it was more than 20, wasn't you it? You think so? I think it was more than $20, man. Okay. I think it was like pushing 30. Really? Maybe with tax and all that stuff. Possibly. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I, mean well, I don't doubt it was. I don't know, man. All I know is that, that that food was good. It was good. It's just, I think he just didn't have, uh, I think it would have, it would have hit if just pe- more people knew about it. Yeah, it was, it was very, uh, you know, slim advertising. Because I can, honestly, I can see that pizza flourishing on, on like events, you know, like yeah. the UFC fights or like the football season or basketball, yeah. all of those. It would be like the perfect thing, man. You just need to buy literally two of those. Yeah. Like that's the kind of place where you could actually be like, okay, how many guys we got up in here? We got what? 10 guys, just two pizzas. Yeah. You know, because, well, the slices were pretty big. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I think the maximum I ever ate was only two slices off yeah. that pizza. And mind you, I can eat a full-blown uh, regular pizza, regular Domino's pizza. Well, back then, Domino's used to offer their extra large, which if I'm not mistaken, was pushing 16 inches, 16 in, inches. in diameter. Yeah. And now they only do the large, which is uh, 14, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 
And uh, so point here is, bro, I could eat. Hell, you know that. You know, <laughs> I, know I can that, eat. Yeah. But I can eat wings, though, then. <laughs> yeah, I can eat wings, for sure. 58 wings, though. <laughs> but I can only eat two slices off that pizza, man. I ate two slices, and, like, I bit another... I took a bite off the third. And yeah, I was done. You were done. Done. And I didn't want to know anything about pizza for the remainder of the month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> well, Juan... Thanks for being with us today, man. I do appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a busy guy. have a lot of things going on, a lot of projects on hand, but uh, thanks for being with us today, man. No, absolutely, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for the invitation. Of course, man. Of course. Support to doing this again sometime in the near future. Yeah, absolutely. Alrighty, man. Well, like always, remember, guys, the grass is always greener on the other side.